0: Life can get pretty complicated. In the Simply Practically Human podcast, Mark LeBusque talks to incredible humans to see the way forward more clearly through the complexity in the world and in our heads. Let's get ready to thrive.
1: Hey, g'day there, fellow humans. It is the final Fridays 4S edition for... 2022. First of all, I just want to say a very, very big thank you to all those people, all those human beings who have engaged with the podcast, whether it be the 4S rant one that I do on a Friday or the amazing guests that I've had on during the year. And um, so, yeah, a big thanks for tuning in. A big thanks to those people who have also shared my podcast with others. It's really interesting recently to get feedback from some regulars who say, hey, I bumped into one of my friends who said they were listening to this Great podcast by some guy called Mark Labusque. and um, I think the words actually spreading. So we want to continue to spread that word. So I appreciate your advocacy and your support. Interestingly, just having a look at twenty twenty two and uh, in some numbers here, and I'm not usually a big numbers guy, but you know there have been eighty eight podcast recordings this year. Because uh, and I've gone down that path of uh, two a week. On top of that, hundred and two coaching sessions, eight. Keynote on stage speaking gigs, 26 Mark Musing newsletters. If you're not onto the newsletter, get onto it. Check it out on my website. You can subscribe there. There's been 25 in room facilitations. There's been 20 of my human manager experience programs, my public program running that around Australia. 64 virtual facilitations. This is for a human being who two and a half years ago absolutely shit canned virtual facilitation. So, you know, sometimes you've got to say so that hindsight's a wonderful thing. What I was, what was happening, was my ego was getting in the way. I have said that before, and I'm now finding it's about a 60-40 mix of um, in the room to virtual facilitations. It's really been something that's worked well. That's on a work front. So there's a lot of things going on. There's over 300 things there, which is really, really interesting. That I'd like to think that I give myself a bit of downtime, but it's been pretty hectic on the on the work front. On the family front, um, some really interesting things for the year. I guess um, Zoe starting her, her I guess her work as a nurse out in the real world now and um, in her graduate year and doing some incredible work. Obviously very, very tough in that space, but I admire her her resilience and uh, her care for others. Amy, who will become soon, Dr. Amy LaBusque as a doctor of osteopathy halfway through the year to come. But just watching her go through it, watching the passion that she has for that work, and then there's good old Samo, the uh, the 29 year old. He um he seems to cruise through life. Reminds me a bit of myself. He's sort of just hasn't gone down the traditional pathway of getting into the workplace through uni and whatnot. But he just seems to get on. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. He's he's savvy, and he's a provocateur, which is one thing I really love. I'm not sure where he gets that from. But he gets it from somewhere. Also with Alison, my wife and her partner, Catherine, selling their uh, accountancy business this year. And now Alison focusing on working from home on um, on something she loves doing, which is self-managed super funds. I do say to her every now and again now that um, you've retired, but the R word doesn't go down too well. So she's not retired. She's just doing something that she loves. So on that front... Um, some other sad news there. I know recently I've um, I've put out an article about taking my father-in-law to Algeria, um, and, and you know he's faced some health issues, and he was terminal with cancer. Well, for unfortunately, or we say fortunately in some respect, because he's out of his um, pain now, is he passed away this week, which is sad, but at the same time, you know we can reflect on the good things, and maybe sometimes the not so good things, and some of the things that went on with uh, with us. But you know we say R.I.P. Uh, Rest in peace to Poppy, as we call him, or Bruce, as he's known by his friends. So whilst it's always a time of um, getting together with family, it's also going to be a bit of a challenging time for us at this time of the year. Obviously, back on the family, we introduced and we welcomed a new little friend in our family this year, little Hugo, the fourth of our long-haired miniature dachshunds. And um, you have obviously heard them at times on the podcast, but it's... uh, they are lovely to come home to, even though they they think they haven't seen us before and they go crazy when we come home each day. It is such a beautiful thing to have when, particularly when things are a bit bit tough, that you know, you come home to them and they love you unconditionally and they literally smile at you as they run up the hallway. So we uh, we couldn't live without them. I guess also from a self-perspective, one of the things I do want to say is I think I've really tried to to fool myself that uh, everything's been going beautifully this year, the last 12 weeks, obviously, with what's been going on with Alison's dad and some other things, um, has been pretty tough. And uh, I think there's an opportunity for me now, as I go into the end of the year, to maybe listen to a bit more of what I say to other people and like just slow down a bit. Don't try and do it all at once. Don't keep running at a million miles an hour. That's my advice to you as well. Don't run at a million miles an hour. Look for the signs. Don't try and hide them as I think I have. And, uh, it's been quite, I'm going to say at times in the last week or two, reflecting on that last three months, pretty overwhelming. And I think that's one thing I'll carry into the new year is to slow down. So what's going on over the break? I'm going to, of course, head off to my happy place, as I call it, the Alicia Wellness Retreat up in the Hunter Valley, 11 days up there to do my four hours of, uh, actually my six hours now. And, uh, Get myself ready for 2023, which will mean in 2023 Fridays are out. No more work on Fridays. I've made that call. My corporate brain is saying you're a dickhead. You need to work. Another part of me is telling me I'm 56 in February and um, it's time for you to to slow down a little bit. So there's going to be a real conflict here. The conflict between are you earning enough money? You're doing enough work? Are you versus the conflict of it's time to kick back a bit and do some other things that that will take you into the next phase of your life. So I'm in a really, really strange way. I'm looking forward to the conflict that that's going to bring. We're not doing our Tassie thing this year. Alison and I in the last 12 weeks, I think if we've been lucky to spend two or three nights together, a week in that time due to work commitments or the family commitments and some of the the health issues that were going on and, you know, getting out and doing other things. Alison loves her weekends away with her, uh, with her girlfriends and that. We just found that there was a lot of time where we, we haven't been together. So we're going to concentrate a bit on, on getting some more time together. So that means we'll pull Tassie next year because it's just not the right time to go and try and spend some more time enjoying time together in our, uh, in our family home with some things that are happening there as well. Just into the new year, I, I want to share with you three episodes that'll be coming up early in the new year. There's Dr. Nicole Byers, will be the first one up in late January. She'll be talking about our amazing brains, and, and I think you'll get a lot out of that one.
2: You know, developing in general some regular habits to start your brain focusing in this way. One way to do that is to start celebrating your small victories every week, even if that's just five minutes at the end of the week, where you sit down and you write out all those things that went well this week. Look back over your week and think about the things that you accomplished, the things that you got compliments on. And the more that we train our brain to start noticing these wins, especially if we start writing them down, the easier it will be to do this, the faster your brain will pick up on those strategies. Another way to do this, I have a lot of people that have done this with success is creating a done list. So we all have to-do lists, right? Things that we need to get done. And then we're really quick to check them off and move on to the next thing without even taking a moment to appreciate and congratulate ourselves on those successes. So having a list where you transfer those successes and those wins and keep track of all those things that you actually are accomplishing.
1: Dr. Michelle Johnson, who's talks about how moving to connection is going to be the most powerful leadership tool going forward. She's written a book about the seismic shift we need in leadership, and it's about moving into connection more so than just the usual technical transactional robotic relationships.
2: What I'm finding is that connection, as, as you'd mentioned, trying to get people to, to not think of it as kumbaya, you have to realize that in order to have meaningful connection, you have to be intentional with it. So you really do have to embed the first five minutes of your meetings to have meaningful connection. You have to be intentional. You really do have to go back with the people that you want to change their perceptions about trust and how they trust you. And you have to go back for five minutes each month and say, how am I doing? Connection has to be deliberate. It has to be intentional and you have to invent it in your operating rhythm or it's not going to happen.
1: Another one that's coming out next year is um, an ex-work colleague of mine and um, great human being Rebecca Horton, who is all about firing up the B-suite. And using that to build business success, to help those people who feel at times they're stuck in the frozen middle to become unfrozen and thawed out and to really do the work that they want to do.
0: I want you to imagine something, Mark. I want you to think about a roundabout. Okay. Right. Now, I personally think that a roundabouts are one of the pinnacles of engineering design. I know that it's just a circle on the road, but the reason that it's brilliant is because once upon a time, that roundabout was actually a really dangerous crossroads and people used to just smash into each other. And then they added traffic lights, and then there were tailbacks everywhere. So the genius of a roundabout is that traffic flows smoothly. And you know, what I know, because I have seen it now, is that organizations where their B suite are working well, you know, their middle managers are elevating and they're given the freedom to do their jobs properly, they're like a roundabout. Everything revolves around them smoothly. They make the operation of the business faster, more efficient, smarter. When they're not working, you know, it's a collision or a pileup or a tailback.
1: So look, there's some really great things coming up in the podcast. There's been some great feedback this year on the podcast. That's sort of a wrap for me. I don't want to go on too much more, but I will say to you that make sure you have some downtime, make sure that you get the chance to get above the noise which I didn't do in the last 12 or 13 weeks, which has sort of put me in that place I said before. a bit of overwhelm. Get above it while you can. I know it's a busy time as well. We've got lots on. Start with yourself, start with thinking about what can you do for yourself to make sure your cup's full before you try and start to fill up the cup of others because we know we can't fill up other people's cups if ours is bone dry. So think about that. What are you going to do in the next, whatever time you've got to sit back and reflect and do what to to fill your cup up. Think about what that thing should be. But until next time, and next time will be in the last week of January in 2023, keep it simple, keep it practical, and keep it human. And a big farewell to 2022 and a huge welcome for you all for 2023. Bye for now.